Preston. Hey, what's up, Sammy? I said you'd be wearing something Texas appropriate for middle of uh, middle of July. <laughs> and uh, how is it down there right now? Oh, oh it is. Uh, it's like an oven down here, burning. This is my you know, marching band. Actually, actually, this is my today. I'm wearing the EE Texas shirt. Woo! It's uh, EE Texas. It's, did they do one down there? Yeah, in Houston, Vincent Gardner runs it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's great. If, can you t and have you done anything this? Uh, what's it called? Have you gotten any rest, any relaxation? A little bit. We, you know, we just started a uh, marching band last week, and um, I, I got home about forty-five minutes ago, so I'm still feeling a little fresh. I need to go hop in the shower, but I wait for. Yes, thank you. Talk yeah. No, I thought it's better to give people the real natural. natural is it, man. I'm starting to get my sunglass tan here. You know. I love it. Yeah. All right, let me give a little little bio, little intro, so folks know. If you don't know who Preston Pierce is, I know who Preston Pierce is. I've been seeing his bands for for many many years. Uh, he's a band director at Plano West Senior High School in Plano, Texas. Uh, it's a great district for music in general. His duties include directing the Wind Symphony. Uh, jazz orchestra, jazz band, jazz small groups, assisting with marching band, and coordinating the jazz program for uh, for the Plano West Cluster. He is the past president of the Texas Jazz Educators Association, TJEA for life. Oh, yeah. Additionally, he's a consulting clinician for Jazz Lincoln Center. Uh, just a little bit about Plano West here, which is amazing. The Plano West Jazz Orchestra is a five-time finalist at Jazz Lincoln Center's Essentially Arlington Competition in New York City. Uh, since 2020, the Plano West Jazz Program has won a combined 21 Downbeat Student Music Awards. Folks, did you hear that? 21. I didn't mess it up. That's two and one right there, one after the other. 22 and 2018, the Jazz Orchestra was selected to perform at GEN, the Jazz Educator Network. Uh, the, the orchestra was also selected for the 2016 TMEA Invited High School Jazz Ensemble. And while teaching at Plano, his students have earned top spots at NYO Jazz, the Next Generation Jazz Orchestra, Vail Jazz, Jazz Lincoln Center Summer Academy, pretty much anything amazing. Any student you hear out there who sounds amazing probably came through Preston Pierce's program. No, no, no. So let me introduce, please welcome to Playing Around with Playbook, Preston Pierce. Yeah. Thanks, Sammy. So I wanna, I wanna ask you our first sort of staple question here. Um, what have you been listening to? What has been in your, in your years in the last little bit? Man, that's a great question. Uh, so I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this because I'm super late to this party. My students, uh, the last few years, I've been like trying, like, man, you've got to check this guy out. And I, I know he's amazing. And I was like, I just haven't got around to it. <clears throat> but I just got through listening to Emmanuel Wilkins' latest album that came out last year, The, the Seventh Hand. And yeah. Yeah, he's, he's pretty incredible. I mean, it's, it was like a breath of fresh air. I mean, just very refreshing. Yeah. Uh, and I've kind of been going back, back and forth. This one's more of like a study for me. But Sony uh, just released, and this is actually volume two they just released this month. It's all of the recorded Duke Ellington recordings that they, that they own, including RCA. And so like I said, volume two just came out. So I've been kind of... It's it's a lot. Like I think this last one has forty something recordings on it, and so I've kind of just been sifting through that, and it's been interesting to 
hear these versions that I, I've never heard before. So, how, how, and how much of that? I'm just curious because sometimes when, uh, like, like uh, works come out like that, so much of it you've already heard. How much of it is stuff you're like, wow, I've never heard this. How much of it is new to you? Oh, oh there's a, there's a lot. Like, there's tunes on there. I'm like, what is this? Like, I've never. Mm. Um, yeah, there's quite a few. Because it will. To be fair. Like the first volume one was like 1927 to 1928, and volume two is 1928 to 1930. So, if I'm being honest, that the super early Ellington stuff um, is not my my expertise. You know, even though like I'm obviously aware of and listen to it some. So there's a like most of it, like a good chunk of it, I, I don't know or I'm not familiar familiar with. So for, I want to talk a bit about this for for educators out there that don't feel super comfortable with the word jazz, right? They, they graduate school and they show up in a middle school, they show up in high school and they say, okay, you're going to be doing marching band. Yay. I'm going to be concert band. Yay. And they say, okay, and you have a jazz band and you know, they're, they're, they're ears shoot out of their head or whatever. Where, where do you start? I know you've, you've thought a lot about this, like just from a educator to educator. Mm-hmm. So where do people get over that hump? How did you, um, yeah. Like how do you approach, that how do you think how do you think like where do you start when someone says the word jazz well <clears throat> to be fair I'll, I'll give you i guess a little more of my background i started i went to the university of north texas and um i started off actually as a jazz studies major and um i don't know i kind of went through this thing and realizations I, and i just went the education route so my real passion is actually is jazz education oh i know that uh, you sorry i didn't word yeah. it well so what about for people who don't have your yeah sorry that's um, the word man that's a great question you know i, I think like i in, in the education system there's been mo- like, i'll tell you this my first job um i i was so excited i got my first show it was 2009 when like the economy like completely went down they're like oh by the way you're gonna have to teach uh one one period of kindergarten music and i was like i was like i took the band director job like come again like kindergarten music like those two are you know, I was certified to teach it. So I was like, man, so I, I think I can kind of relate in that aspect of like having to teach something that you maybe didn't sign up for. And did it scare me? Yeah, it did at first, even like, because it's a whole other world of elementary music, which I have the most respect for those people. But, you know, if, if you face it with a positive attitude, I mean, if, if you're negative out the gate, like, oh my gosh, I have to teach this jazz thing. Um, positive attitude, ask a lot of questions and just like be willing to, to listen to others and, and take advice, ask questions. Um, if you go in with that open mindset, you know, you can learn, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think I'll give you an example today at marching band practice. Uh, I hadn't gotten a lot of sleep the night before I was like so tired. I was getting ready to go into a section in my head. I was thinking, I do not want to go into this section right now. I'm exhausted. We just came in from outside. Um, but I, I told myself, you know what, these kids right now are signed up for this class and I owe it to them as a teacher to be the best, best version of myself. Cause if this was me in this class, like I want my teacher to show up and they're prepared, ready to go. So, you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of threw a lot at you there for that one question. Yeah. And, and then what about, I want to talk about one of the things that you, you brought up with me. I was talking about how you how you get um, students to understand the vernacular, the language of jazz, to get it in their ear. You talked about 
with your students, you, you teach, it's just juniors and seniors, right? You don't have a lot of time with your students that yeah. you guys do. I don't know if you call it active listening, but can you, can you talk a little bit about how you, why you started doing that, what it is uh, and why it's effective? Yeah, man, man, that is two of the biggest things is listening and singing. I'll, I'll talk about singing since you asked. Um, you have to create, like this is one of the, the I think the biggest, um, reasons for the success of the program is creating a listening culture. And you, I've, I've learned that these kids come in and they have to be taught how to listen, like what to listen for. I mean, <clears throat> they hear it, but they, they don't grasp what's happening. So we'll sit down and I, and I talk about active listening and passive listening, right? Passive listening might be like, I walk into the grocery store and I notice that, hey, look, there's a Boston Overtune playing. I go, oh, that's so-and-so, whatever. But, you know, I'm looking through the groceries, picking out my apples or whatever. I'm not actively listening. Actively listening, I talk to them, it's like where you're you're completely focused on the music. And so, well, I mean, I'll just, any tune, we just, I'll put a tune on and we'll go through. And um, one that I like to use at the beginning of the year is the blues, right? And we'll listen to a course or two, maybe I like to go maybe like three courses and I'll pause it and I'll say, okay, tell me what you heard. And you're, oh, you know, I noticed that uh, it started off with a tree. Okay, great. It's piano tree up at the top. But then like, uh, and I noticed they, you know, they'll kind of, they won't give me a whole lot of feedback. And I say, hold on a second. Okay, well, let, let's, let me ask you this. Did you notice at the end, at the, at the end of the first course, what did the drummer do? And they'll kind of look around like, oh, I don't know. So, well, well, did you notice that he, his splash on the symbol to, to notify, Hey, that's top. Oh yeah, I did notice that. Okay. Well, what pattern was the drummer playing in the first chorus? And like probably the drummer might tell me, Oh, he was just playing on the hardware, you know, in the second course, you know, he went to the hats and then third course, like he actually went to the right. And so, but the cool thing about that is you, I, I watched the kids reactions and their, their eyes like open up like, Oh wait, no, I did hear that. Like they heard it, but they didn't hear like he didn't, they're not thinking about it. So trying to invoke them to think about those things as they're listening, opening up the ears. So, and I, I think too, when the kids see that excitement too, they gravitate towards it, right? And so now there's kind of this cult, like, heck today, my lead tenor in my second jazz band comes up to me. He was like, hey, check it out. Last night I I, uh, I transcribed this this Chris Potter lick and he played it for me. It's like, but when he came here last year, he he wasn't doing that, he wasn't listening. And so, you know, the day before another kid's like, hey, have you checked this new, or this snarky puppy on my, I discovered this summer, like, you know it. And and so there's this kind of, and, and it spreads amongst amongst the students. And so when that starts happening, to me, that's a beautiful thing. It's like, okay, there we go. And that's so cool. That it's crazy how short, how much you have to teach uh, in such a short amount of time. I mean, two years is like, most people, who are teaching at a high school program, right? They have two years to kind of think about like, let's just get them ready. By the time they're junior or senior, they'll be able to play, but you have to do it in such a condensed period. I, I've always found that so remarkable. And, and what about as far as like, uh, you brought up even that like students are showing you stuff. How do you, how do you both harness the students who are really excited and already, uh, how do you support those students that are already, I don't know, that already have a lot of passion for the music and then also maybe the ones that are newer and are overwhelmed by jazz and maybe they feel like oh that kid knows about emmanuel wilkins that kid knows about snarky puppy i'm never going to be you know x kid like how do you nourish those students yeah so that's the and i that 
that's something that I, I don't know, struggle with is the appropriate term, but definitely something that I have to think a lot about because sometimes it even gets to the point, Stanley, like where these kids, and it's happened to me twice. And like, this has been a few years since this happened where a kid was so overwhelmed by what was happening where they just like threw their hands up and like, I, I, I can't do this. I don't feel like, you know, and I almost like took it personally, like, man, I, I need to do it, but like, what do I need to do differently? Um, and at the end of the day, I think it's, I have to encourage them, you know, like if they come up, say, where do I start? Okay, well, man, check out this album, you know, whatever, check out this Dexter Gordon album. Um, then they come back, oh yeah, I listened in that, that tune, she's like, oh man, I love that tune. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. It's so awesome. And you kind of just, and then you see this excitement and this spark happening. And, um, and I just try to, to, to foster that like in any little thing. And I don't know, that, that kind of seems to, to help them get their feet off the ground a little bit. Um, and, yeah. Well, what, what, and what about, what do you wish, uh, you had, you had known going to your first job? Like, what do you wish someone had told you? What do you wish Preston Pierce now would have told Preston Pierce 2009? You know, I think, <clears throat> so I'm almost embarrassed to say this. When, when I started off, I was, I was pretty confident. Like, I was like, I'm just a confident teacher. Like, I thought I knew, I thought I knew it all. And <clears throat> I, I learned pretty quickly that, that I didn't. And, but the problem with that, within that first year or two where I thought I knew it all, um, <clears throat> I with that attitude, I was kind of like putting blinders on and shutting off advice. It was instead of having now the mindset where I almost feel like I'm the complete opposite where, man, like I'll even listen to my students. Like if they have some feedback and they think like, Hey, what do you think about? Like, if we try this and like, you know, like, Oh, that's a great idea. Or maybe I'll say, no, we're not going to do that because of this, but cause man, I know plenty of, of band directors who are just like, like it's their way or the highway. And right. so, yeah, it, the, I would just wish I would have gotten off of that high horse a lot sooner because and just have that, again, that open mindset where, you know, just take it like, I, again, even as a teacher, I've been teaching 15 years now, like I, I can even learn from my students. Like you can learn from anybody. Do you, uh, and how do you, how do you, um, how do you stay positive? when I know like your band is involved with competitions like EE and that kind of stuff where how do you yeah like or during during the height of COVID when maybe your band wasn't meeting what how are you able like what things keep you positive staying focused on the prize like remembering this is what I do yeah I mean I, I try to keep it and I mean I tell my students at the beginning of the year like the first thing that we that they have pretty soon it's like in September they have like the all region all state process that they have to go through and it's you know like the second month we come back to school and and I tell them out the gate like I don't care how many of you make the all region jazz band like it makes no difference to me um at the end of the day like we have this sign above the locker room door it's the the fun is in the excellence and like I really believe that like the fun comes from making the music the fun doesn't come from winning first place at this jazz festival or having trying to get the most kids in the all state band all region band like that that's like it's a it's a nice thing to do to go you know or this new york or whatever the case may be but if we lose sight of making music swinging in this case then that you that's you you've lost at that point and that that's where it's not fun anymore. Yeah. and why do you think 
what attracted you to the swing style music just in general? Like, why was that? Because the, there's a lot of routes you can go when you're going to be a jazz educator. Yeah. Well, man, I remember as a kid, I don't know what about this is kind of random, but watching the, the Disney movie, The Jungle Book, and there's Baloo the Bear. And there was something about Baloo the Bear where the music comes on. He's like, ooh, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> it just like starts like, I don't know. I, I, I could, as a kid, I related to that. And I was like, and I loved it when they go. <clears throat> there, I know there's issues now with that that one, the scene where the, uh, where it's Louis Prima as the orangutan and whatnot. But as a kid, like that music, that whole, like I probably rewatched that scene as a kid. I don't know how many times because, oh, and another movie was the Aristocats. There's the cats at the end, the jazz cats. Like it was just something, I don't know what it was that just attracted me to that. And I just, man, it's nothing like a swinging chart, huh? I will say it. I lost your Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Sorry. Oh, no, I was. I was at Disneyland as a, as a small child with my family and we were in, I don't know what, Al, you know, they have all the names, but the, there was a marching, like a, a brass band playing when the saints go marching and we were like eating dinner. I have such a strong memory. I couldn't have been more than three, four years old. And just that, I think same as you, it, it, it took my soul. It really did. I, I feel like that's even one of the reasons jazz education is, I was attracted to it. And I think for you too, like putting that spark in other, people to be like yo that is such an incredible gift to share yeah i mean it's just like i love it so much and i like i just want to share with there like i want it's like this is so this amazing thing and i want to be like people come check this out like it's so amazing like come on you know and um like it, it brings so much joy to me like i could just yeah i don't know how to explain it man it's like inside <laughs> And, and what I want to ask just uh, just a couple more questions here. I want to ask about yeah. improvisation. How do you how do you um, approach teaching improv? What do you think is important yeah. to get kids over that fear? You know, that's uh, let me. I'll, I'm gonna have to backtrack a little bit. So teaching improv, and I, I feel like this is just jazz education. The way I I do things serve on my program. I feel like, or not feel, I do every year, I have to approach it with different, I have to, I tailor what I do each year to my specific students. Because man, there's some years where I have these kids come in where they're doing stuff like NYO and all these major national things. And then there, there's some, again, I have kids who are like, I've never even been in jazz band, but I'm just like a strong musician. I made your top group. So it's tricky trying to find balance to it. So number one, like, like my, my first year with the Plano West jazz band, like one of the goals with as an ensemble was simply just for me to be able to pass out a simple chart and they could read it down with appropriate style articulation by the end of the year. Like that was the goal with that group. And then I remember my band in 2020, which was just a ridiculous band. I was passing out charts like, cottontail and they were sight reading it down and like getting up and so i mean it was just like what is going on now so i had i couldn't approach the way i was teaching that class like i did my first year at the school yeah and so there's kind of like there's you know it's almost like i obviously i have like a kind of a curriculum throughout the year set of things that we're going to do but man it takes me a few weeks to kind of like really 
get an idea of the band, like in the individuals in the band, okay, what are strengths and weaknesses? Like, you know, do we need to break it down to just nomenclature? Do we need to power their ears? Um, yeah. Okay, speed round. Favorite airline? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, we're here in Dallas, and I gotta say, Southwest is kind of the, although they had a little screw up this past. Uh, yeah. So. Wait, what about a favorite airline with with uh, sixty kids? Still Southwest. Man, okay, I know this is speed round, <laughs> but they were when we, the last two times we went to New York. They were amazing. I went up with our instruments, and I'm so I'm afraid flying the kids in our instruments that we we'll have to check them. They let us load each time, load to be the first ones on the plane, as long as we promised to go to the back of the plane so we had, we could put all our instruments up uh, on the overhead. And so I was like, I will fly Southwest every time if you let us do this, like that's, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, favorite barbecue spot in Texas? Oh, don't do this to me. Um, my backyard's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to beat, man, I'm telling you. Like, I, it's one of my hobbies uh barbecuing and grilling so i'm super like when i go places you know i'd say man central texas is where it's at like the austin area um there's there's so many places now it's you know franklin barbecue in austin was like the first to like really put it on the map and now there's so many um so many other places that are like have kind of almost caught up if you will uh -huh. um dude I, I don't there, okay there's this place called hutchins in mckinney texas that's Hutchins. Amazing. Yeah, Hutchins yeah, Barbie. This is just for me. Sorry, that one, yeah, yeah. That one, that one wasn't for the people. <laughs> um, uh, favorite jazz big band to turn your students on to? You can't go wrong with Basie, man. They, they, they latch on to Basie so quickly. You know, most people probably expect me to say Ellington, which Ellington is my favorite. Ellington is like a, um, a very fine wine. Like if you don't understand it quite yet, you know you're just like, oh, this is just some wine. But, uh, but Basie, you know, yeah, for sure, amazing. And just the last question here. Thank you so much, Preston, for doing this. It's, it's yeah. so awesome to have all your insights. Last question, is just um, uh, do you have any sort of like mantra for yourself of how to stay positive? Like being an educator is long hours. <laughs> Everyone knows that, uh, and it's really challenging. What what do you how do you say, like, you have such a positive energy when I've seen you in person and in different places, when I've seen you online, just talked on the phone, like, how, how do you, how do you keep that, that umph? So my, um, my mom's from Brazil and, uh, there's a saying in Brazil, it's called alegria, which is happiness. And, uh, you know, I just, I try to just, I'm just, ha I'm happy, try to be happy at all times and just. I mean, again, I totally get this from my mom. Anytime anything would be negative, what my mom was always saying, like, you got to think positive. You got to be positive. Okay. You know, yes, this is happening, but we have to think positive. Okay. Well, this is also happening at the same time. So let's be grateful that we have this. So I, I try to daily just kind of have that approach to it. You know, man, there's day like today, man, I was so tired, but I was just, I would tell myself, man, like, what are the, these kids need the best, mm. you know, out of me. So. Yeah. And then my kids at home too. Like that's like my ultimate happiness. My children. Yeah. Preston Pierce playing around with playbook. You heard it here first. Thank you so much for, 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 uh, giving us, sharing your time, offering your time. 
Anytime. Get it. Um, and if you're, if you don't know, now you know about the, the Plano West band, you should go online and check them out. Some amazing performances with them, uh, in New York city at essentially Ellington, but all sorts of other stuff too. So, uh, stay up to date with everything Preston's doing. So thanks so much, Preston. I'm gonna sign off. Yeah. Thanks.